0: Well, it looks like it's time for another thing. Yay! Another thing! Another
1: thing! Another hey. thing! And this Assup. is us doing a thing. What's up, peoples? So this is uh, Nancy here. Corey, And we've, we've got some things to talk about today.
2: We sure do. We also have some housekeeping, but we'll, uh, we'll get to the housekeeping section of this at the end of the podcast.
1: Yes. So the first thing I want to talk about
0: is Razor's making a toaster. I heard what about this. Yes. What had started out as a as an April Fool's
1: joke, a fever dream, if you will, has apparently
0: finally gone into the works of becoming reality. So Back in April Fool's Day, we had posted a simple image.
2: Now a real quick to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt you, but um April Fool's Day, it was three years ago.
1: Oh I know. I didn't, I didn't specify on which April
2: know. I know. Like eight. Context. What? Context. I'm context. sorry. I think it started longer than that. I'm sorry. A That's joke okay. story, apparently according to the article and a joke about this started in 2013
0: my god.
1: 2013 was way too long ago. Times were so much simpler back then.
2: (sighs) Wait, never mind. I'm not saying it. We're not going to be political on this podcast.
1: Yeah, let's let's not. (laughs) Not today.
2: (laughs) Ah, 2013, when my favorite baseball team was a laughing stock of the league.
1: So was mine. So we were like, in the same boat for a little while, and look at us now. We've grown.
2: We, won we both world have Series a world one year series. after the other.
1: I know. It's been a good year for both of us. A couple of I, years. I think we've got
2: that toaster.
1: <laughs> yes, the toaster. So an image had surfaced three years, four years, or no, I can math six years ago, of the razor toaster with a nice bright green glowing you know, aura. in what
0: penis. Venus rgb All the RGB. And apparently now, the works for Razor Toaster have started to uh, move and groove. Um, thanks to a very passionate fan base.
1: So much passion, actually, that I believe 12 people got tattoos of said toaster on their bodies forever. Because you know
0: tattoos are permanent. <laughs> because a <of> razor. <laughs> of course. So, are you going to be buying a razor toaster to go with? Because I know you
1: have a razor keyboard.
2: I do not have a razor keyboard.
1: Is it not a razor? No. Just
2: how much
0: I know about you.
2: No, I actually do not have. Actually, the
0: only thing razor I have was a mouse.
2: more prof- i i'm personally more of a corsair fan for their products they're both very good very high-end gaming products but and pc products designed for gamers but when it comes to a toaster it better be rgb toast that's all i'm saying that toast that's given if it's going to be rgb it better come out and be, make my toast rgb let's go
1: you know what it better have bluetooth capability like i should be able to bluetooth making toast in the morning
2: like, Bluetooth at how much time to use for my toast?
1: Wait, yeah. you mean to tell me that the timing on the toast or the numbers on the toaster is time and not level of toastiness?
2: Correct.
1: <gasps>
2: Mind blown. I know. I know.
1: Oh, but I like mine at like three and a half levels of toastiness. So I guess that means three and a half minutes of toasting? Roughly. Yeah, I'd still go with my levels of toastiness though. Call me a creature habit. <laughs> but all we need now is a razor roomba
2: as long as it's rgb so i don't trip on it in the middle of the night like i do my current one
1: and then like have it change its colors based on its mood and if you see red you need to run <laughs> cuz that means I think the... it should change
2: color based on fullness of the canister
1: well see like you're thinking practicality i'm thinking robot revolution
2: I'd be more afraid of the things that make my cars than I would be of a Roomba. I can kick a Roomba.
0: You can kick a Roomba.
1: And you can just, like, pick it up and put it in timeout. Cars are a little bit uh, heavier pieces of machinery. Yeah, just just a little bit. Just a couple
0: tons, you know? No big deal. Just,
2: just a couple. <laughs> I mean...
0: I wonder
1: how many Roombas... Does it, does, does, uh, does it equate to car, car weight? That's
2: actually an interesting question.
1: I'm already on it, so just give me yeah, a
2: moment. Yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm going to uh, Senior Google on this.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you, Google Overlord. Things I didn't know I'd be Googling. How many Roombas Apparently, does a car a
2: good, So some of the uh, top searches for how many Roombas on Google are how many <laughs> have been sold, how many do I need, how many are there, and how many are named Rosie? Rosie the Roomba. Why, if I may ask, why do you name your Roomba?
1: Well, here's the thing, and like I can attest to this, because humans are like just weird in general, and we're Always personifying inanimate objects, True. and in terms of like a little robot companion that's like leaning up like all your little dirt and your Cheeto dust from your late night gaming sessions and all that good stuff, you're gonna want to name it. I... I don't think I name my Roomba Rosie per se. I would probably find something different, but I need to know the Roomba's personality first.
2: <laughs> like I, I understand, I guess you know. <sighs> Rosie makes sense, you know, Simpsons, or not Simpsons, I'm sorry, the Jetsons. Not the Simpsons, the Jetsons. The Jetsons, their robot name was Rosie. So I understand. Jetsons? I get it, but I, our need for naming things is just ridiculous.
1: Oh, I name everything. My car has a name. I haven't named my phone yet,
0: but... Well, my car
2: has a name, yes, but it's a car. Cars get names, like boats. Boats get names.
0: Yes, and they're almost always named after women. For the most part. Or inanimate objects, go figure. (laughs) So,
2: I want to talk about something sad.
0: We
2: do need to talk about something sad. So yesterday it was released that the beloved actor of Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew, has passed away. Passed away on April thirtieth, according to what was released to Twitter from his family, and while I never saw him at a con or any of that, Chewbacca was it was probably one of the best Characters for me in Star Wars growing up Just for how expressive he was Just the looks, the faces The sound Uh, I'd say the sounds But fun fact, Peter Mayhew did not Provide the voice of Chewbacca Oh It was actually someone else Who voiced Chewbacca, he was just the guy In the suit
1: Oh, so it's the same thing they did with Darth Vader Where
2: um, James
1: Earl Jones voiced it But they had
2: Except you it's know, actually, the opposite problem, where everybody remembers James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, but not the guy who played him on screen, where everyone remembers Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca and not who the voice was.
1: Actually, as a fun caveat of something I learned while like, just like reminiscing and reading about Peter Mayhew, mm-hmm. apparently the person that George Lucas was like going to have played Chewbacca before he met Peter Mayhew, um, I do not remember his name, unfortunately. But that person ended up actually being Darth Vader instead. Mm -hmm. So they still kept him. And they made him like the actual body for Darth Vader to be voiced by James Earl Jones. And then Peter
2: Mayhew
0: took on the role of Chewbacca.
2: So in our first episode, obviously, it came out. My fandom is the Dragon Ball fandom is one of my big fandoms. Did you know that Peter Mayhew was in Dragon Ball GT's English dub? Really? He provided the voice of one of the enemies in the Goku Jr. special that came out to end GT. Uh, I believe it was a hero... I-, I can't remember the actual name of the special, but it was Goku Jr. And one of the monsters he fought was voiced by Peter Mayhew.
0: That's so
2: cool. So It's, am-
1: it's amazing to see how far his reach is, being as large as as large as he is, he does have a quite large wingspan, so I'm sure.
2: His, his presence will be missed. Um, and the biggest place that he had an impact um, were his fans. He loved his fans. Um, oh, Dice added Chewy to the main menu for Battlefront after he passed away. Mm. It's awesome. Um, but yeah
0: i wish i wish i had had the opportunity
1: to meet him i know a few of my a few of my close friends have had the opportunity to like meet him at cons and Mm -hmm. what i've been told is that he'll always like take the time to like talk to you and like laugh at you look you in the eyes and like make you feel
2: important he loved his fans Um, One of the big things he's was was he went to the cons because that's he wanted to be near his fans He enjoyed being in those contours and and all of that Um, Some of the things that have come out was Harrison Ford Was talking about how much you know, he just he loved Peter Mayhew and the response from his family of course is the classic he knew (laughs) 460 Roombas equal the weight of one car Nancy. Yes, Wow, four
1: hundred and sixty. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> I had fun to do some. Fact. I had to do some serious googling. I had to get an average of like the average weight of Roombas, and then I had to get the average weight of cars. But four hundred and sixty Roombas equals the weight of one
0: car, an average weight of two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> 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 wow. So
2: I do want to say I think it's. Fairly appropriate that on tomorrow, as we record this, tomorrow will be the 4th of May. And that we will have probably a great celebration for Peter Mayhew on Star Wars Day tomorrow.
0: Well, I know
1: I'll make sure my hair is extra wily. (laughs) (laughs) And that's always been my relation with Chewbacca. It's like. I've always had some really like crazy out there hair and it's always like so, so big and like, just so like in your face. Um, just cause that's how it grows. Um, (laughs) so I will make sure my hair is rock strong and proud and will do my best Chewbacca roar, which is still not good, but I will try my
0: best.
2: I, um, yeah, I
0: definitely, think you know that a
2: tribute tomorrow will happen from the Star Wars community.
0: I do know that they are
1: doing a Star Wars lightsaber vigil um at in Austin,
2: um, Austin Texas. They have announced some official things in June. They're doing a celebration of his life and then in December in New York there will be another one for fans to attend as well around the premiere of episode 9.
1: Which I know he was not in, but he did, um, he did he, consult his protege on.
2: He did for episode process. eight. Right. He did not, I don't think he did for episode nine. I'm not sure. but I think he was still see. consulting.
1: At least from what I have read, he was still consulting. It may not have been as in-depth. It, it just
2: goes to show you as you get older and you start seeing the people at when you were younger, were your heroes in a sense? Peter Mayhew himself was, you know, not one of my heroes, but Chewbacca was. You know, Chewbacca had a pet human named Han Solo, <laughs> and don't try to tell me otherwise. I mean, Han gonna... pet—it's not the what? other way around. He got a new pet. It's, her name is Rey.
1: <laughs> yep, but then, according to the new Star Wars trailer, it looks like uh, uh, Lando kind of. Kidnapped Chewbacca back.
2: It's all right. Lando's a badass. Speaking of Lando, though, and this is completely off topic, have you seen Solo, the Star Wars story Solo?
1: Yes, of course.
2: How did you like Donald Glover as Lando?
1: I, to be honest, I loved him.
2: And, I it's, did not too. Because
1: I, it, and it's not just because I love Donald Glover in anything that that man does, because, like,
2: I still loves so the community. community.
1: Of course. And, like, I mean, I love Childish Gambino. I've, I've loved him in a lot of things. But in terms of pulling back, like, like time-wise, I think the casting just in general for so- the solo movie was fantastic. And seeing Donald Luffer as Lando and just, like, the way he carried himself, like, that whole film, while still, like, being true to who he is as an actor, like, I really appreciate it
2: right um, and
1: then like a little caveat was you know in that movie where he's like I'm gonna get my, my ship back and mm-hmm. then Han was like over my dead body and as we all know spoilers kind of but, but not really can
2: you really that, spoil something from four or five years ago
1: I mean you'd be surprised with the internet these days but
2: good since point, good since point. Han Solo, Iron Man dies <laughs> Hey, the roost, by the time this goes up, the official spoiler ban posted by the directors is over. So if you hadn't seen it yet, it's on you. You That's had you, you a week. Don't at us. <laughs> well, Totally. At the podcast. Don't at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. But since Han is dead. Spoilers. Jeez. I, I know, right? How dare I? The next thing Han you're going to tell dead, me is Luke Skywalker
2: was... died.
0: <gasps> I didn't know that.
2: How you know, fun you? fact. I hadn't seen <laughs> episode eight. And my coworkers were going to see it. And he's, my boss had texted and said, I'm going to go see it. And I sent a joke to him. I hadn't seen the movie and said, oh, man, Luke Skywalker dies. And, well, that was probably the worst joke I've ever told.
1: <laughs> worst joke because you didn't know how true it was.
2: I didn't know I spoiled the movie.
1: And then I'm sure he was like, dude, what
0: the, what the
2: heck? Nah, he knew. <laughs> he didn't even say a word about it. But Fair enough. I want to get back to robots, though. Uh, we've, we, rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. May your memory not be forgotten. And we know Chewbacca will live on in film as, as long as he can. And He's thank with you the for, Force
1: now. You,
2: you know, thank you for what you've given to us with the enjoyment that us, generations to come and generations before, will have enjoyed with Star Wars. But I want to talk about robots again.
0: Yay. It's a very robot heavy. Uh... Podcast episode
1: today. Kind of. We got Roombas, we got toasters.
2: And now now we're going to talk about Tesla. Yay! So we all know Elon Musk is the best human being on Earth and the best meme lord on Twitter. If you don't follow him on Twitter, I highly recommend it. He is a meme lord. I mean, his profile pic for the longest time was Edward Ulrich from from Fullmetal Alchemist. He is an unabashed anime fan. And... Um, <laughs> among some other things, he happens to be the head of Tesla. What a thought! I... So Tesla recently, on this past Monday, April twenty, well, yeah, this past Monday, or was it? Or maybe the Monday before? But recently, Tesla had what they called Autonomy Day. Elon Musk up on stage said that Tesla will have one million robot taxis on the road in twenty twenty. Driverless cars as taxis on the road in 2020,
0: which is next year. Okay, not even a full year, because we're like almost halfway through.
2: (laughs) The FSD chip, the full self-driving chips, supposed to be able to autonomously drive your car cross-country. So if you're in New York, you could summon it from L.A. to come pick you up. I don't know why you'd do it. you would probably have to stop and charge itself a few times, but, you know, whatever. I mean, but um,
1: the option is, is that you can
0: do it, so why wouldn't you, you?
2: So, here's my... Pro- here, here's the... So there's There's really cool stuff about this. You know, Tesla leading the way already has some autopilot and lane assist features to where it will not let you change lanes if there's cars next to you. It will not physically let you if it senses it. You turn the wheel, it will not move. Autopilot will keep it within the lines, so if you have to take your hands off the wheel, which I don't recommend taking your hands off the steering wheel, but for some reason, you know, it happens. The full autopilot on it will keep you within the lines going straight. The downside is Skynet. Ah, Skynet. We all know Judgment Day will come. Terminator warned us. It just happened to get pushed back. Thank you, John Connor. But when the robots do eventually, you know, make us our fleshy meat slaves i think tesla is going to be leading the way with that self-driving cars are going to come and just start honking at you until you do shit for them oh there's our first curse
1: <laughs> we're, we're at least making it a little bit into the episodes before before it happens what but, i'll say in terms of like self-driving cars i definitely have the attitude of will smith and irobot where I would much rather just have control of my vehicle, all times, don't tell me I can't go into a lane, like, I know what I'm doing, I'm, I'm very much a motorist purist.
2: I mean, where we live, though, I think it's helpful to have that, and not for me, but for everyone else that drives around me.
0: True. Because we know what we're doing, but everybody else sucks.
2: <laughs> right. You know, it's a great idea. It's going to make people more lazy. Less, more accidents are going to end up happening. People aren't going to be paying attention to it and something's going to happen. We know all this. I mean, was it last year? It was either 2018 or 2017 in Arizona. Uber was testing self-driving cars. That Uh, That car hit and killed a woman on a bicycle because it did not recognize her as a pedestrian. It did not recognize something was in front of it. So I tell you what, let's make sure that if we're going to do this, that these cars can actually recognize what a human looks like.
1: Any type of human. All bodies matter.
2: Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go, again, if we're going to stay away from the politics. <laughs> but the downside... To tesla doing this is the fact that they've announced all of this but they're also cutting production on the model s and x and they've closed off st- closed stores laid off thousands of employees elon musk is locked in a battle with the sec over his use of social media to talk about business info tesla has around 180 million dollars in debt that's due in april may sales have slowed down on the model 3 I I this screams publicity to me at this point too. People are like, "Oh, they're going to do this as investors by a Tesla." Look, it's great the things Elon Musk can do with this. He's already talked. He's talked about changing the horn sound on the Tesla to sound like a goat. There's a fart I button. You can sit in the Tesla and hit the fart button and the car will fart.
1: I do like the dog mode feature
2: that The that dog he mode
1: enabled. It's like, yes. "Oh, we're going to keep it at a nice like 73 degrees, and a sign that says, The car is on, the dog is fine, don't break my windows.
2: Speaking of breaking windows, little side of here. So I'm at work today. Guy parks in a spot, turns off his car, walks in, windows up, kid in the back seat. Oh no. Now I was on a break, so I was sitting for about 20, 30 minutes, and that guy still was. He parked when I first sat, and when I went back in about 20, 30 minutes later, he was still gone. Guys, Don't leave your kids in cars if they're turned off especially if it's hot don't leave your dogs in cars if it's hot outside crack a window leave the ac running leave the car running and park in actual parking spots not in no parking zones yeah and not
1: even just uh not even just like window cracks because people don't realize like how hot a car can get especially in
2: like the summer in the sun if you live in a desert if you live in the if you live in the American South, American Southwest, it's going to be pretty hot during the summer.
1: Yep, anywhere below that Mason-Dixon
0: line, it's scorching.
2: And if you're not American-based, you, you know, summer's hot. It's the point, it's summer. Don't leave your dogs in the car.
0: Leave your kids in the car.
2: Now, speaking of leaving something in the car, though, I know something I want to leave in a car. With the windows Ooh. up, car off. You know what it is?
0: Sonic (laughs) the abomination
2: that is this Sonic the Hedgehog movie
0: oh my god
1: I have a lot of feelings about this and I'm not even that big of a Sonic
2: fan (laughs) the first thing I want to cover on all of this is yes the backlash has caused them to change the design of Sonic in a pretty much finished movie So let's just have a moment of silence for all the animators who are about to understand what video game developers are complaining about with 100-hour workweeks. This is because of the fans.
0: (laughs) Outrage
1: culture.
2: But that being said, Sonic had teeth. Sonic doesn't have teeth. Not like that, at least.
1: No, he does no, he has teeth, but he doesn't He doesn't
2: have two separate eyes. His eyes are kind of one like band thing, which would and there's been a fan rendered version of a 3D sonic for this movie that looks like twenty times better.
1: Right. So it's not like it's out of outside of the realm of possibility.
2: His eyes are the wrong color. (laughs) His His shoes look weird. His his, legs are like chicken legs.
0: Well no, not even like chicken not even like chicken legs. Because like regular Sonic's legs are like, like sticks. His are like branches, in an uncomfortable way.
2: I, I will say this: Jim Carrey is, you know Robotnik and is not a bad thing. He's gonna be carrying the movie. <laughs> I, I don't like the idea. I, It seems to me like, hey, we saw Detective Pikachu's coming out. Let's make a movie kind of like that. Only Sonic is not... Sonic's an alien, apparently, because he's got to save our planet, not his. Right. So apparently Sonic's an alien, I'm guessing, which he's not. He's a hedgehog.
1: He's just a very special kind of hedgehog with, like, lightning quills, according to the movie.
2: I will at least give the movie credit where he said, gotta go fast. (laughs) I will give them that much credit in the trailer that Sonic gets down at the beginning and says, gotta go fast.
1: By the way, that... why are they
2: playing Gangster's Paradise over this trailer?
1: Yeah, you know, I have no, the same would have been issue better. with it.
2: A Sonic song.
1: Yeah, they've got plenty
2: of Sonic, like, could Sonic scores. Anything from, have. like, Sonic Sonic, Sonic Adventure 2, you know? Rolling around at the speed of sound. get got nowhere to go. Gotta follow my rainbow. Would have been perfect. Or you could have still used your wrap and used the Pumpkin Hill wrap. By the way, where's Knuckles? Where's Tails? Are we not going to see him in this?
1: Well, I think... Ugandan I think Knuckles, Knuckles is, is going to try and show easy. us the
2: way
0: Of course. He will show us the way uh,
1: Outdated memes are outdated. But still love Uganda Knuckles. But-
2: I just... I don't understand it. You know, you've got Sonic the Hedgehog coming out. He looks like garbage. He... I'm pulling up a picture now, and I'm going to link this in our little thing here for you to look at. And I will post links for this image in particular in the description for the podcast. Um,
0: so you want to take now a look what? at that with me. Yeah.
2: So you have, on the left, the movie Sonic. And on the right, you have the fan-made live-action Sonic. Which one looks like Sonic?
0: I'm going to say the one on the
2: right. Yes. The guy who did this image works for Sucker Punch Entertainment. If you know that name, it's because you played Infamous. If you played the game Infamous or Ghost of Tsushima or Infamous 2, one of the artists who worked on those games designed this fan-made Sonic. Which looks... like Sonic, you look at the two of them. They made Sonic gave him human proportions in the movie. Yeah, that's what they did.
0: It's like Sonic Safari, almost like
2: dressing up as a Sonic. Yeah. Compare this live action Sonic original to Detective Pikachu. Which one looks better?
0: Oh, Detective Pikachu.
2: I Nintendo a million. kept the same designs of their Pokemon and made them realistic. They didn't change the designs. They made them look realistic.
0: And
1: you want to know what that is? It's a silhouette rule. So basically, when you're redesigning or revamping or like, you know, like taking it to a more like live action thing, people are going to be more receptive as long as you keep the same silhouette. So if you were to black out Detective Pikachu and like black out, you know, the anime Pikachu, the actual like cartoon, the silhouettes are gonna be fairly similar, if not almost identical.
0: But what they had done with
1: Sonic here is they had like they had taken all of like the things that had made Sonic like his shape, like his big shoes, his big hands, his super skinny legs that are supposed to make him go fast. And they tried to make it more
2: I guess realistic. I'm not even going to say realistics because hedgehogs don't look like that. They tried to give him, they tried to make, give him human sized. And it just doesn't work with Sonic. Unfortunately, Sonic is such a loved IP that you're going to have, you have a fan base that has been a fan of this game now for almost 30 years. 2021 is the 30th anniversary of Sonic. Sonic is 28 years old. You have 28 years of fans for Sonic that know what Sonic looks like.
0: Yeah. And have seen the redesigns
2: of Sonic. You could have taken Sonic's model from the horrible Sonic the Hedgehog game from 2005 and plugged it into this movie and it would work. Because that's when they redesigned him to look more into a human world. And you know what? He still looked like Sonic.
1: What if they. Would you say that the Sonic Boom Sonic would still do better than this real Sonic?
2: Still looks like Sonic, doesn't it?
1: It does still look like Sonic. It's Sonic Sonic
2: with a headshot. It's it's Sonic with a neckerchief. (laughs) You know? Like, I don't really care for the way Sonic Boom redesigned Knuckles, but you can easily tell it's Knuckles based off of just the design itself. You can easily tell this is supposed to be Sonic. You can tell that. But it's not Sonic. By the way, if he trips, it looks like his ankles would break if he tripped.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. Like those
2: little skinny ankles. Ah, he couldn't play basketball.
0: No, he couldn't hang. I just, what did they do to my boy, you know? <laughs>
1: you know, and here, I'll raise this question to you, and I know kind of touched on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think they released this for outrage culture? People, like, just 100%, like, ragging on something and saying, like, oh, we're gonna change it. But, like, everyone's talking about it.
2: So, the thing with Sonic in this movie is, a couple of months ago, images of Sonic leaked. And the internet went crazy then. Like horrible backlash against just the leaked images of sonic and they could have changed it then and they didn't i mean you gotta look video game movies have not done well historically um oh,
0: let's talk about the
2: Super mario, mario
1: brothers movie
2: super mario brothers with bob costas and john Leguizamo, mm-hmm. who from stories released from behind the scenes um were regrets of drunk their the entire time mm-hmm. like
0: the biggest very- regrets.
2: There's a very interesting video out there about the Super Mario movie um, by the gaming historian. Um, Shoutouts to gaming historian Norm. Um, he did a video about... It's about an hour long or so about the, um, the Sonic... Oh, that's not Sonic. The Super Mario Brother movie. And he goes and dissects what happened. And, you know, Bob Costas breaking his leg because John Leguizamo was so drunk that they crashed the car they were in. On set, driving while filming. The movie... Nintendo has tried to move away from this movie as much as they can. And I still, personally, I actually enjoy the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's just so bad.
0: It's so bad, it's good.
2: But, you know, you got that. Okay. What other video game movies have come out that have been great? Really, nothing. The Tomb Raider series did well. The two Lara Croft movies with Angelina Jolie. And
1: we also have the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. Is kind of meh.
2: Rampage. And the
1: Prince of Persia.
2: Prince what? of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal?
1: You mean Jake Yellen, who
2: Yeah, that guy. Who, fun fact, is Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home.
0: Which I'm very excited for.
2: But... <sighs> there's been so many different movies out there made on video games, and... Thank God at least U ball has nothing to do with this one, because Blood Rain was horrible. Dungeon Siege was horrible. His Dungeons and Dragons movie was horrible. <laughs> In the resident I, evil movies weren't even trying to be like the video game they're their own whole different thing
1: right they're in their own category but what i think i think one of the reasons why video games is like outside of people trying to take their own like, artistic freedom with video game movies is that the whole purpose of a video game is that you get to experience it your way yourself and that's exactly. the beauty of video games and you can't translate that type of experience In a movie, where everyone's going to feel that connection the same way. And then we can go off the walls with how it looks on top of that, it's just a recipe that's
2: disaster. It's like movies based on books. You know, occasionally you get some great ones, like the Harry Potter movies. Really good for for book movies. You know, Lord of the Rings did very well. But then you get horrible ones, like The Gunslinger. Mm. And in my opinion, Ready Player One.
0: Yeah,
2: a lot of I lot loved of- that book, but they changed but- the entire book for the movie They cut out all of the D&D out of it They cut out the Joust Tournament They cut out all the other keys There's more than just the-, the few keys they found in the movie They changed the final thing that happens in it They skipped- Not the final thing Well, they changed, how the move- how- they changed how the book ends for the movie
0: Oh, that's never
2: no, they changed they didn't show him like in, in, in this is just you know, I, some of my problems with that movie maybe we'll go in and have a deep dive on Ready Player One and compare the movie to the book another time because I have a lot that I want to say about that movie and that book comparatively because I absolutely loved that book and I, I finished that book in a day I sat on an airplane and read that book all the way through
0: that's impressive
2: it was that good because it had everything I wanted in a book. Culture, video games, and a great story about a plucky bunch of heroes trying to stop an evil corporation from taking over something they love. You know, and then there's murder, explosions, forced servitude. There's a yeah. lot in the book that got cut out of the movie. The people, certain people who were dead in the books don't die in the movie. They didn't show Parsifal enslaved, basically, working for the enemy. There was a lot that they changed, but that's for another time. The thing is with the video games, it's exactly right, though. It is. It's a personal experience with a game. My experience playing a game like, let's say, Breath of the Wild, could be completely different from yours because I'm att- I attack that game a whole different way than you do.
1: Yeah, you are. and like I know how you play video games. You're a, you are a sneaky boy when you play. Well, you very much favor stealth.
2: I do i prefer stealth because i would like to not make a scene survive take out everyone i can and get out of there i'm see? stealthy in games like breath of the wild except for yeah. certain spots i'll run in guns a because i know i can at this point
0: see for Having
2: me i've beaten the I guess- game and done everything i can do whatever i want now and not care but when i actually was yeah. playing the game i was a sneaky boy i was an exploring boy i was finding pads around places excuse me i was finding pads around places exploring hyrule finding the secrets you know
0: see and, and when I, played, I play games see when
1: i played like i mean like i i climbed everything i explored everything but everything i went into i just went into guns of poison, and i don't care how many times i died like the first time i came across like a Linus, i probably died like six or seven times before i finally took one down and I'm very much, I'm a stubborn player. So I will go in and I will just die again and again and again and rage. And I actually, when I was going through the whole game, I started in the hardest area. And then by the time I got to like the more easy suggested area, I was like, oh, I'm so overpowered for this. I'd like swing my sword and it was all over. And I was like, oops, I think I did
0: this backwards.
2: <laughs> True story. My first, play, my first day playing that game, when I got out of the plateau, I ran straight to the castle.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you did.
2: I went straight to the castle and beat Ganon and then played the game.
0: As, as you should, because like, that was did. like the challenge, you
2: know? There's a flap. Um, okay, here's something completely off-topic, random, that we hadn't talked about before we started recording that just popped across our Twitter feed for the podcast. There is a flappy bird fighting game. Ooh! There's Flappy Fighter, which is available on the iOS App Store on May. Which is available as of now on the App Store, is it's a simple tap Flappy Bird styled fighting game. I am. You know saying... what?
0: And these birds look off.
2: Oh, did you fight? Do you see it? Yes. Yeah, it's. Like, I like buff birds <laughs> speaking of buff birds, if anyone cares um duck game coming to switch ten out of ten recommend
1: oh i have I have such fun playing duck di- duck game like
2: I will own it, and if I can get us to get set up for a twitch thing at some point, maybe we'll stream it. We'll see if we can ever get that set up. No promises, listeners, I have a lot that I'm working on.
1: <laughs> there's a lot going on, and we're also adults, so it seems
0: complicated sometimes. <laughs> It can be. It definitely can be. Do we start recording? Cool. So, yeah. A Flappy Bird fighting game. Crazy. Yes, but, like, I'm so ready for it, because I remember the raging, like, emotions
1: that, like, Flappy Bird gave me. So to, like, have it in, like, a fighting game?
2: I actually miss Flappy Bird. It's on a phone that I no longer have. <laughs> I never got rid of it, but since you can't re-download it, it's just stuck on that phone. Rest yeah. in peace, Flappy Bird. May you flappy your birdies. Flap in Peace. Another really quick thing I want to touch on real quick, something that came across news feeds yesterday for me, that I'm excited about, is Earthworm Jim's coming back.
0: Earthworm Jim. Not something I don't think I've ever
1: played. Earthworm
2: Jim. Ah. <sighs> And I know, y'all listening who know what a Jim are, big old smile on your face like I do. Because you love it. And those who don't, it's okay. You'll learn. Um, I'm going to link something to you, Nancy, so you can understand what I'm talking about. But Earthworm Jim, when I was a kid, in the early 90s. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis game. You're a worm in a power suit with a gun. And you're running through junkyard in the first level, launching cows off catapults, using your worminess self as a whip, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, finding, finding the princess at the end of it, just like any other game. Is it now,
0: an earthworm princess?
2: No. Oh, worm Jim. Hold on. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm linking it to you. It's just gonna take a second. So, I'm gonna give you. This is part of what I'm going to get into. So, Earthworm Jim was so popular when I was younger that it got a cartoon.
0: I do know about the cartoon.
2: <laughs> so, seeing Earthworm Jim coming back makes me happy. A couple of years ago, it was they re-released Earthworm Jim on... On current platforms at the time, Xbox 360 PS3. They released a kind of an HD remake of the original one, you know? Your gym, you gotta save Queen Princess What's her name <laughs> from Crow. And it's and I'm not just saying Princess What's Her Name because I can't remember it. That's actually her name.
0: Oh that's wonderful.
2: Earthworm gym's awesome. Um gameplay-wise, it is just that it's a platformer. It's hard. It was, like, it was the Dark Souls before Dark Souls.
0: I feel like a lot of those older platformers, though,
1: are really just there to, like, make you get good. And, like, if you didn't, then, like, too bad, so sad.
0: You either so.
1: get one of the, like, game breakers, or you just playing the same level over and over again until your friend came in
2: and showed you up. So, here's some info on the game coming out. It is going to be the original team, the original programmers, artists, audio team, level designers, the original 10 are coming back for this game. It is going to be released in 2020, next year,
0: for this, the
2: Intellivision Amico console.
0: Okay.
2: So it is a family-friendly console made by Intellivision. So let's all remember the Intellivision for a minute. <laughs> the Amico is going to sell for about one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty bucks. It's going to come out in October next year. Games will only be rated E or E ten plus. So it is aimed as a console. It's they're trying to take Nintendo on with this and aim it at kids. The games apparently are going to be de- downloadable only. There is no all physical media. Games will be between 3 and $8, and no DLC. We'll no launch with DLC. classic games, and twenty re- and reimagined ones. Um, games will be, up, the, original, the older games are going to be updated with graphics, new audio, new levels, etc. Some of the old, old games like Intellivision Baseball, Night Stalker, Pong, Asteroid, Centipede, Tempest. Actually, Tempest was really cool. Toe jam & Earl, Super Burger Time. Yes. So there's... It's interesting that Intellivision and Atari are both trying to relaunch consoles, with Atari trying to launch the VCS, and now we see classic platformers coming back to try to launch on these consoles. Um, apparently tomorrow, May 4th, at twelve Pacific time, 12 Pacific American Standard Time, there will be a reveal stream. About this game.
0: We're going to have to make sure that we watch that. And then we come back and we talk about it
1: thoughts.
2: That'll be yeah about 2 p.m. for us tomorrow. I'll have to make sure I can take some time.
1: That's why I'll take my lunch break. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so. I know that's my, kind of my random article here. i just chatting on it. Um, is there anything else we've got this week?
1: I mean, I have a random article that I would like to
0: talk about. What you got, homie? So apparently... In Hawaii, there was a soldier that fell into a volcano. I heard about this. Somehow he lived. He did. And not many people can say they've fallen into a
1: volcano and lived, despite what people who claim to have been sacrificed to a volcano may have said to you. I'm pretty sure they were lying.
2: I'm just wondering if this guy summoned Shenron since he survived. Because I don't think a normal human could
0: I think he had a Batman utility belt that helped him survive.
2: Like, did he like use his key and the flight technique to like land safely? I mean, I know he was airlifted out
0: if he was serious. But he's okay. So basically. Yes, our PSA of the day. Don't jump over rails.
1: It usually never ends well.
2: Look, there's people at the Grand Canyon who have jumped over rails to get a better look and fell into the canyon and died. If they're not going to live, you're not either, guys. PSA, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> or do. I mean, you know, survival of the fittest, Darwin and all, but I really would prefer you didn't. I don't need that on my hands. Yep,
1: yeah. our PSA is don't jump over railings. Like I don't, don't care if it's over. to get—I don't care if it's to get in line for a roller coaster because you're probably just gonna make people
0: mad, and they might want to push you off a cliff.
2: Now, if you're running from the cops, it's okay to jump a railing.
0: Yes, as long as you don't get caught. The second you get caught, it's not it's okay. Also, not on us.
2: <laughs> yeah, not on me. You know, we told you it's okay, but whatever you're running, you're did that to yourself. Before we okay. end. There is one thing I would like to say. As of right now, there are sales on Dungeons and Dragons rulebooks and manuals, up to fifty-eight percent off on most of them right now. That's so, guys, so- if you are D and D fans, if you want to play D and D, you've never gotten into it. Want to know what it's about? Want to read it? Now is a great chance to pick up some books on the cheap. Um, for example, you can get the Player's Handbook for twenty bucks. The Dungeons yes, Master yeah. Guide, twenty bucks. Monster Manual, twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, just skip out on some fast food for the week.
2: Maybe the cook some meal we're at home. Currently homes. playing is fifty percent off.
0: Ooh,
2: the starter set sixty percent off, and that's at Walmart. Walmart sells D and D stuff. Go figure. But I just want to put that out there: there is the big D and D sale going on right now. Um, if it's something you're into, it's great. You can also get all of the books and the core sets. You can get all three books in a DM screen for hundred bucks.
1: Which is a win-win-win, and I know here at a thing we are both very much big D and D fans. So yeah, the we more actually the have married, a
2: campaign. We actually have a campaign. We will be playing this week. We'll talk about it eventually. Um, maybe in our next episode or so, we'll talk about that.
0: Depending on what events transpire this weekend,
2: but I think it's time to end the thing. Um, yeah, it's time end to, to end the thing. End the thing. Um guys, you can always reach out to us at um, our email. It's a thingpod at gmail.com. Link in the description for the podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at podthing. And you can find us on most I say most popular streaming. Services. We are up There's on Google one. Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. We actually do have an account up on anchor.fm if you are interested in checking that out and leaving us some feedback on shows there. Um iTunes, we're working on it. I mean
1: iTunes is being difficult because you know it's and Apple.
2: unfortunately Apple thinks that I am testing a podcast here. Um not, not
1: actually having one.
2: This is kind of our format. Until you know, the only thing that's gonna change maybe some audio quality will get better over time as we figure things out. But until then, we're available on you know, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor. Are Coming soon to iTunes, I will update Twitter. to I will tweet out on the Twitter feed for the podcast when we do get that iTunes up. I'm just waiting on my resubmission for it.
0: They have oh, to and I
2: leveled stuff. up in Discord.
0: Yay, we have leveled up.
2: Anyway, so... I'm Corey. Uh, you can find me on the tweets at, on, at one not so ninja. Um, you can also find us online at the Facebook group for the Nerd Hub. Um, I am working on getting a dedicated link to that, but I will post a current link in the description as well.
1: You can find me, Nancy, at Miss Bobancy on Instagram.
0: I do have a Twitter that I don't use, which is just Nancy Bobancy13. Yeah, we got to work on that handle, homie. There's only there's only so much you can do with a Nancy. That's so, why I'm one not so ninja. <laughs> maybe I'll make a different Twitter. But for right now, that's all I got and I hardly use it.
1: Find me on Insta. Yeah. Insta's my channel.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm on Twitter. You could also like I said follow the podcast at, at @podthing. Um, we do we will be tagging who tweets what if we tweet out of it things you'll you'll know who tweets what we'll we'll tag it but until next time that's remember, the end
0: of
2: yeah it's the end of a thing but just remember guys don't jump those rails don't jump those rails
0: do it bye bye